Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda. Your other host, Lisa, is outside of FBI headquarters. But to make up for the fact that we're down a host, I made sure to get a great guest. I'm not just phoning it in. I really, really wanted to have this guest back right away. Welcome back to the show, Lauren Kelly. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm sure everyone is happy to hear you again. And it's not just me talking alone, rambling in a room by myself, like some kind of a bald, pasty ginger fellow. Today, we will be talking about the Monday show with Ben Glebe and the Thursday show with Dalton Castle and RJ City. But first, Lauren, do you have anything to catch us up on? How have you been for the past week? So good. Uh, just great. Great. On uh, that note, speaking of great, we are having ourselves a little beverage, and uh, we, we're going to have a live chat, snack chat, chat snack, chat snack <laughs> tasting here on the pod. We are having On the Rocks Premium Cocktails, the Mai Tai, made with Cruzon Rum, a tangy tiki Mai Tai crafted with a custom blend of Cruzan Rums. Let's pop the top on this baby. Glug, 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 glug. And now, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. It's really good. Not too bad. I know I've had it before, but it's been forever. It's It's got a good pineapple flavor. Yes, and the best part is that it is 40 proof, so we'll be schmizzy in no time. Uh, before actually we get to the show, do you have any shout outs? Sure do. Uh, shout out to Lisa, uh, my buddy Jen, uh, Delaney, who recently celebrated a birthday, Leanne, um, East Coast Jen, Whitney Von Carmen's Olive, who I know he has a birthday coming up, um, and baby Sully, uh, Trice, Scotty Scott. Uh, haven't talked to you in a while and hope you're well. Um, and Tamara Holler. I have some shout outs as well. I, I forgot Delaney's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to her. And we already mentioned that Whitney, uh, the olives is coming up and, uh, the baby olives, uh, already passed. Also Lisa's daughter, uh, had a birthday, so happy birthday to all of you, and I think that's all my shout-outs. I'll probably think of some more as we go on. Getting to the Monday show, Ben Glebe was on. But first, we had to catch up with the bad boy of podcasting. He is back from tour, as we already know. But he's been playing a ton of shows around L.A. And Allison mentioned, uh, didn't your arm almost explode? And he was like, yeah, that was like in 2009. Um, this, I think this was a Patreon episode where they discussed this. Do you recall this story? No, not really. Well, I'll give you the TLDR. 
TLDL. Uh, he broke his arm somehow. I forget how. So probably in a dumb way. And uh, it got infected, swole up or something. And uh, he thought it was going to explode or they told him it was going to explode. He was flying across the country. I think he quit the band or something. I don't know. Subscribe to Patreon to hear the whole thing. Um, one thing he did mention that I think about pretty often is he said that before he was like in podcasting, he was all he did was drum. Like that's all he knew how to do. And I think he worked at like some kind of record store briefly. Uh, might be confusing him with someone else. Maybe Leanne knows what I'm talking about. I feel like they talked about this on Feliz Navi Pod. But I was just thinking like, you know, I, I the job I have now is fine or whatever. But I'm always thinking like, what am I meant to do? Because there's not a thing that like, oh, I'm great at that. I do it on my off time or anything. So I'm always wondering like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing for a living? How, how do you... Uh, feel about this what would do you think there's a thing you're meant to do I think that there is a thing that I'm meant to do and I you know haven't found it yet also because <laughs> yeah like I I just do what I have to do to pay the bills but it's not I don't love it you know oh yeah definitely um I'm curious if anyone out there is listening that they feel like they're doing the thing they're meant to do. Maybe Dr. Angela. Maybe. She Delaney? actually... Delaney. Delaney. She loves to write. Uh, maybe Dr. Ann just like, I fucking hate kids. Oh, my God. It just pays the bills. Probably not. Let's hope not. <laughs> anyway. Um, he also, Tony, that is, addressed the four fucks that he... Uh, we, we mentioned last oh. week. He kind of blew up at the beginning of the show because Zoom was being weird. Uh, he apologized for that, which makes me think they listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you uh, accept his apology? Yeah, of course. I don't. Anyway, <laughs> Ben Glebe is finally back. His new special is called The Mad King. And although we had some spare time yesterday and we tried to watch it, it's not coming out until four hours from now. What the fuck, Ben Glebe? Who puts out a special on a Sunday? Who's like, hey, 8 p.m. Sunday, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he should have put it out yesterday because we could have watched it. Or Friday. What the fuck? Anyway, um, his fans are called The Mad Ones, which I, I didn't like the backstory behind it, but I, I kind of like that name for like a group of fans. But also I feel like this can like turn into like weird cult very quickly yes are you a mad one no do you know the quote about the mad ones no who was the quote by i mean i didn't i hadn't heard it before bill cosby <laughs> no <laughs> jk uh i don't recall who said it but uh i'm sure it was a good quote maybe not who knows um Ben Glebe created, during quarantine, he created the Nowhere Comedy Club, and he was doing, like, digital shows, and he seems to have worked out, for the most part, uh, a good way to do an online Zoom kind of show, and actually, later they talk about this, that he did the social distancing social club, 
and Allison was on it. And I was like, oh, I remember I watched the whole thing and I recorded it on my phone. Um, and I thought I deleted it, but the other day we looked and I, I still have it. It's like a 36 minute video of a weird fucking show. And I think maybe I should put this up somewhere so that uh, the BFFers can watch it. And I think he is very proud of what he created, but it still is like a Zoom show. So he was very proud of like all the, he's like, you know, he said we worked out the crowd sound, but they would have their cameras off, but their sound was on. And then like they would turn down the laughs, but so you could still hear them, but it wasn't like overpowering the speaker. But when I watched this and this is, I don't think this was like a comedy show. It was a more like a panel type of thing. Um, it felt very weird still. So um, do you think that you would be interested in going to an online only like once in a lifetime, uh, let's say Tom Segura is doing a comedy show, but it's only online. You have to buy tickets. Is this something you want to see? Hmm. Possibly. I guess it would kind of depend on like what time it is. <laughs> like, can I give it my full attention or like, you know, if my kids are awake still, then probably no. Um, that's a good question because it's I I feel like I want to say like yeah I would I would watch that but would I like would I would I be like yeah that's what we're gonna do on our Saturday night is stay in and and watch this specific comedy when we have so many options um, I would probably give it a shot if it was like people I really wanted to see like Tom Segura <laughs> like what if it was Todd Glass or Tom Segura yeah. Um, so the funny thing is he mentioned like, oh, you know, maybe you don't want to get a babysitter and, you know, yeah. drive to the venue and you have to have drinks and then you got to get an Uber because you got to drive home or whatever. But it's like, well, now you're at home. Now the kids don't have a babysitter. So they're just fucking running around and I'm trying to watch this stupid thing on my laptop and then my battery's running low. Where's the charger? Where did you leave it? I don't know. Dogs I, are barking, maybe. Dogs. Exactly. So, I I mean, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, I feel bad for him because, like, he, he mentioned, like, oh, the demand has gone way down. But it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? We're just, like, we live in a virtual world now, like an episode of Black Mirror where the only content we can create is online and consume from our homes, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bummer. Anyway... Uh, he also uh, has been busy, oh, I don't know, running for president. Uh, and he became an advisor for uh, the Biden administration when they were running against Trump. And I hope it was his influence that got him to, like, tell Trump to shut up. And and it's funny because uh, I feel like a lot of politicians, like, the whole, the whole thing about campaigning is... Like, you listen to the constituents, and you're like, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. But I forgot what my point was that had to do with Ben Glebe. Um, president? Question mark? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think what I was trying to get at is we think of, like, the president or whoever is running for whatever. Like, we think of them as, like, 
the spearhead. Like they, they have all the ideas, you know, but in reality, they have all these people around them kind of nudging them in a direction, I guess. And I feel like why don't more politicians, because a lot of people, the reason they supposedly they like Trump is because like, oh, he's so not a politician. Uh, You know, he really says what he is thinking or whatever. And so it's like, why are politicians so buttoned up and, you know, they have to be a certain way because it's kind of artificial, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but like, I, I relate to it. It's like, it's like uh, the way that you have to act when you're around like older family members or something like, you know, you're not going to curse and you're not going to talk about um, controversial things. Uh, Like I remember when my Nana was still alive, I had to cover my tattoos every time I saw her, you know? So like, that's like the president, they got to cover their tattoos, no cursing, you know, no saying shut up. Yeah, like Ben Glebe was saying, uh, you know, he had to wear a suit because, you know, he wanted people to take him seriously. But he's like, yeah, but like on the weekend, you know, the, the president's not wearing a suit. He's, you know, he's in jeans and he doesn't shave every day or whatever. Um, yeah, but I, I feel the same way. Like when I'm at work, I feel like those people, which by choice kind of, I they don't know me at all. Like I don't want them to know the real me um, because they're not my friends. Um, so... I don't know what the point was, but I thought it was interesting that um, he was an advisor, and I hope he uh, advises him some more to do some things that are good. Ben Glebe was talking about how he used to throw big parties, like three, four hundred people, and then he's like, now, you know, he's like pared it down all the way to like only just a hundred and something people. Not that this was fucking crazy. Uh, I imagine he must have like a pretty big house to be throwing these parties. Uh, and he said that Allison is almost off the invite list because she never comes. And I'm glad he said that to her. Yeah, I think if he has another party, she has to go. And and she doesn't want to be taken off of people's lists, but she's going to be if she doesn't start going. Maybe it just gets to... Well, what I mean, what's the harm in inviting someone that you know is not going to come anyway, you know? Yeah, but because you can't, I get it though. Like, I don't like inviting people that I know aren't going to come because it's like, but maybe they will. So it's like, you kind of plan. It's, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, maybe it doesn't matter. Just just keep her on the list forever. She's never coming and just, you know, just waste that piece of paper or email. (laughs) I think... One thing that Allison is missing out on by not going to events like Tony's uh, band playing in L.A. Well, to be fair, she was that when she had COVID Um, anyway, uh, like stuff like that. And with Ben and his parties is she gets to schmooze with all the famous friends. He mentioned that he's friends with Rosario Dawson now because he was in the fucking uh, Kevin Smith universe. Who knows? Kevin Smith could be there and they could uh, talk about how big of a douchebag Adam Carolla is. She could befriend Rosario Dawson. And next thing you know, she's coming on the pod. She could be hanging out with Tony's bandmates and meet some other rock stars and get some fucking guests and some actually interesting stories. 
Yeah. And also just, yeah, she would just have a good time and like, and also like the more that you do things, maybe the more that you want to do things. Um, yeah, I think it would be, I would love to hear about one of Ben's parties. I would love for her to go to a Ben Galeeb party and then come back and say, tell us what Rosaria Dawson is like, or tell us, I don't know, what kind of hors d'oeuvres did they have? You know, anything. Corolla, when he would go to somebody's party, he would, uh, like a Jimmy Kimmel party, I feel like it is what it usually was. He would come back and report like, ah, George Clooney was there. And yeah, it would just be an interesting story just to hear who was there. But I mean, I'm sure they would also have interactions to talk about. What's the worst that can happen, Allison? You get COVID and get a blood clot and almost die. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not, that's not going to happen, except for it happened to Ben. Uh, it's funny that he said that his girlfriend was like, she made him an appointment or something or said, you have to go to the hospital. He's like, okay, but after this fucking movie party with Kevin Smith and uh, if... I was feeling sick uh, and I wanted to go to a party. What would you say? Um, I would say, sounds fun. Have a, No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would say, um, no, go to the doctor, please. I, I care about you and want you to live. Wrong answer. You should say, let's get hammered, kid. <laughs> Chug-a-lug Donna. Um, he mentioned that his girlfriend started a uh, like an online graduation party kind of um, thing, which kind of led into the social distancing social club and his online comedy club stuff. I mean, what I want to know who is well now fiance. I want to know who she is. It seems like there's some kind of a power couple. Are are we a power couple? Obviously. Uh, I remember Megan telling me that she wanted to be in a power couple. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I think she is. Oh, hi, Megan. Hi, Jess. Yes, hello. Um, ben has been having quite the year because he mentioned that for the first time, he's doing therapy. Uh, his therapist uh, apparently is kind of changing focus on what she's doing. Um, so they're like gently trying to drop him as a client it would seem but the whole time this this therapist has been like in training because like you know therapists they got to get their hours in before they can be certified or whatever uh would you go to a therapist that was not an official therapist yet um i think i would i wish you would (laughs) i think i would yeah but i think also if they were trying to drop me i would probably not be hanging on to it and trying to still go to her, I would probably want to get out as soon as possible. Cause it's like, why share more and get, you know, and get more of a, of a, you know, relationship with this therapist. And, you know, if I know that it's going to end, I would just be like, okay. And I would find a new one, which I don't, I don't know that that's easy. I haven't had a therapist in a while. So I don't, I don't know how easy it is to find one right now, but, um, but yeah, I would go to one if they were in, tra- you know, she's in training. It's not just like s- some lady, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Allison was like, oh, she's like a life coach. He's like, no, she's, she's a therapist. Uh, I thought that was funny. Um, 
Also, something I thought was kind of ironic is that he mentioned his therapist. He thought she had like this beautiful view and like the window, the light coming in from the window. And he's like, oh, it's a light box. It's not even real. And I was like, uh, he was just bragging about how he created this online comedy club and how, you know, it's like the next best thing. So I thought it was kind of funny that he was like, she doesn't even have a real window. It's just a light box. Uh, then we got to some uh, listener questions and West Anthony asked the question about Charlie Kirk and the debate that he had with Ben Glebe. And so we, when we were looking for his special and couldn't find it, we started watching some of the clips from this uh, little debate, including the dolphin clip. Um, did you have any takeaways from his debate with this guy, Charlie Kirk, who I didn't even know who he was, but he definitely is a dumbass. He's a total dumbass. And it was, they were really funny. I liked the way that they were all kind of like tagged at the end, like a little stamp, like womp womp. Like, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, at the, <laughs> at the end of every little clip, because Ben on his channel took like the highlights basically of like when he, as Allison would say, pwned uh, this Charlie Kirk fellow, he would end it with like a meme ending so like you know there's the one that says thug life and the glasses like twirl onto the face and the next episode starts playing by dr dre and snoop and stuff like that uh so yeah that was that was funny yeah that was funny and but like even after like you know he he like owned him like the guy's like let me ask you something though like it i get so frustrated with those fucking debate people they're so um Ugh, they're so frustrating because it has nothing to do with what they actually actually feel or actually care about. They're just trying to win, you know, this specific argument for what they're supposed to say, what they're supposed to act like they care about. So it's it's really frustrating, but it's it's also refreshing to see to see them get pwned. Yeah, I kind of wanted to look up uh, what he was saying that he and and uh, Tammy Laren. He was saying that he owned her a few times on her Fox show. Uh, but then I was disappointed because he said that he walked off of her show on on Fox, Fox News or whatever. And I was like, what the? Come on, Ben. What the fuck? Like, he's a comedian. He should be used to being like heckled. And he said he was like doing like three on one uh, with the, her her guests or whatever. He was like battling all three at once and still winning. But then he ended up walking off and I was like, what? Why? I, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. But I was a little disappointed. He also mentioned that he has a video coming out where he infiltrates QAnon, and I can't wait to see this fucking thing because whenever I hear about these people, I think, are they for real? Like, are people? Do people actually believe JFK Jr. is going to? come back to life, and run for president. Like, or vice president, right? Or vice president or something, didn't they say? Yeah, but it's like... This must be, like, such a fringe yeah. sect of, like, voters that they're basically a joke. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like for a group that is so fucking stupid like to believe these things why do they get so much press no idea <laughs> do you believe 
in uh, any conspiracies? Give me give me some examples. Do you think that um, JFK Jr. is going to come back to life and go <laughs> in into your uh, aerobics class and sit in front of you? No. That's a shame. That's TV. That's TV. Do you think John F. Kennedy Jr. will be resurrected and he will take the virginity of a woman who installed your closets? What? No? Yeah? No. Let's hope not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I forget how they got into this, but I, I know you found it funny and I did too. <laughs> they were talking. Oh, uh, someone asked a question about what shows he's been watching. And he mentioned that he's been watching Only Murders in the Building uh-huh. and that Selena Gomez, for a trained singer, she sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> that was very funny. And he did like a little impression. And I like Selena Gomez and I also like that show, but that really cracked me up. Uh, Maybe LOL. I haven't seen the show. I'm sure I would like it because it's got a uh, Steve Martin and Jiminy Glick. Selena Gomez. I mean, how can you go wrong? But one thing I thought, well, Selena, when Selena Gomez, I mean, I, I don't think I know any of her music. I guess I'll throw a song either at the, probably at the beginning, because it'll be shorter. Uh, but I don't know her music. But when your singing voice and your talking voice are nothing alike. Look at the Beatles. I'm Paul McCartney. But when I sing, you know? <laughs> Very different. I think my singing voice and speaking voice are the same. No? So are mine. Totally. Anyway, uh, they also did a Hey Go Fuck Yourself. And Ben may be the only person to ever do this segment perfectly. He said to all the Karens, uh, you know, who are like bothering people who are, you know, minding their own business and they're trying to call the cops on people for God knows what. And he said, so to all the Karens, and then, hey, hey, hey. Go fuck yourself. That's right. (laughs) I didn't sing it. Go fuck yourself. It's okay. Uh, He's semi-canceled anyway. Ben? Ben Glebe? No. Um, Trap Dog. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Before we move on to the Thursday show, I'm going to top off our beverages. We're back with some fresh beverages, and we hope you are too. To all my friends. Moving on to the Thursday show with Dalton Castle in RJ City. We were her little bootios sent in by none other than Lisa. <laughs> I was going to say something more offensive. Lisa Lowry. Yet another carb under her belt. Almost as many uh, notches on that belt as uh, on her headboard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, the, the gift of bootios was given to me by... I think it was by Lisa, right? Or was it by Scott? I'm starting to forget now. I think it was Lisa. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're WWE branded branded uh, cereal that is basically knockoff Lucky Charms. 
I ate them all. I ate so many bootios. How? Why are bootios related to wrestling? Uh, on the box, there's like three dudes that are wrestlers or something. And it says like, eat these so that you won't be booty or something like that. I forget. Um, it's it's a stretch, TBH, for, for uh, branding. But, uh, you know, that's that's how it goes. I'm looking for the picture of you with your bootios. Um, you probably should just look up booty O's. No. No. Yep. There, there's me. There's three people on the cover. Anyway. Um, oh, you know what? I totally forgot a whole ass segment. <laughs> Let's uh, pretend we didn't already start the Thursday show and go to the BFF hotline. Oh. We've got a text. It says, Hey guys, Demian checking in. Quick message. I've enjoyed different hosts the last several weeks. Feels like catching with everyone. I do have one bone to pick. I love hiking. Couple weeks oh. ago, I hiked <laughs> nine miles to a waterfall. And was great. Mountains, waterfalls, and trees are awesome things. So with much love, I say, rye all of you, take a hike. Typo. Last sentence should be, dot, 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 say to all of you, take a hike. Thank you for that message, Demian. Uh, me and uh, my boo here, we actually did a bit of a little nature walk this morning. Uh, how was that? It was amazing. Uh, my boo uh, found me, us, <laughs> found a chicken of the woods, which is um, Sulfurius latiporus, I believe is the uh, scientific name. And uh, it's a beautiful yellow, huge mushroom that grows on dead or dying trees. And uh, so I got out my opinel knife cut some off and we're going to be eating that tonight. I don't really care about the rest of the hike. No, I'm just kidding. It was a really nice walk in nature also. Uh, but that was the highlight of it. Uh, but yeah, that was really nice. Yes. If you would like to tell us about your hikes or nature walks, the number as always is BFF zero seven. Wait, sorry. 818 BFF 0732. Back to the Thursday show. Allison, oh, sorry, Dalton Castle, who is a friend, a wrestling friend of RJ City's, mentioned that uh, he was very, uh, what was the word? Mm, not uncomfortable. He was just uh, thrown off by Allison's unnatural countdown. And <laughs> Allison mentioned that you would think she would have some rhythm because she was the uh, drummer for the Angoras for a little bit. Do you think that you have a rhythm? Not at all. No. And we just got uh, my little brother's drum kit from my parents' attic. And it is so hard. Drumming drumming is so difficult. I have so much respect for anyone that can do it. Um, Rafi, you're pretty amazing at it. It's, it's very um, humbling when I try to sit behind there and, and do a little boom, bap, bap, boom, bap, boom, boom. And uh, you're just busting it out like crazy. Freaking playing. I am freaking playing 
gasoline drumming. Uh, also, though, I thought that Allison was the drummer for the Angoras for like a period of time, like a year or something. And then she said only for a few weeks and then she switched to guitar. So or then she moved and came back. And uh, but I did not realize that she was only a drummer for such a short period of time. Uh, but I'm impressed, I'm impressed even uh, with a short period of time. It's a very hard thing to do. Yeah, I also thought it would have been for a, lo- a longer time than just a couple of weeks. But it seems like uh, she was wise to leave the band and then come back because it seems like they were going to give her the boot. Uh, And there's a video of Allison in her parents' home drumming uh, in, like, the living room. And you can still watch that. Also, what is it with drums? When kids get them, they just leave them at their parents' house for 20 years and uh, then they're always just thinking, man, I wish I had those drums. But now we've got them. Yeah, I know my little brother uh, kind of wanted them. But the thing is, he lives in North Carolina. And he has two young kids that are three and six. And his wife said no. So we took them. <laughs> yeah. Um, RJ City is back on the show. And he asked, does this make him a regular? And then he started complaining about how his social media following hasn't grown, but it turns out he meant just with uh, famous people. So he's a bit of a, a star fucker. Do you follow RJ City? No, because, okay, like right after he's, I, I don't think though, okay. <sighs> Sorry. He was saying though that he didn't get a lot of followers, but the ones that he did get were quality. Because he said, like, Mary Lynn Rice Cub followed him. Um, I think that was it. But when I went to follow him, because I was like, oh, yeah, let's show him that he'll get a a boost from Allison's show, of course. And then it said, like, 16.4K followers or something. Like, it didn't even have the exact number. So I was just like, he's got enough followers and he doesn't need me. And also, it's not even going to show up, you know? Maybe it shows up to him the exact number of followers. I don't know. I could follow him, though. It won't kill me. But <laughs> I don't know. Are you gonna? The reason I don't follow him is because his Instagram sucks. I looked at it, and I'm like, it's just a bunch of weird selfies. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, The people that I follow, I guess maybe they're posting the same kind of shit, but I, I looked at it, and I was like, no, he doesn't deserve it. But I, I guess I was wrong. I thought he was saying he didn't get famous followers. No, he did get a famous follower. Maybe others, I don't know. But um, pretty cool that Mary Lynn obviously listens to the podcast. That's that's pretty cool. I think she's awesome. I hope she comes back on. <laughs> yeah, she should be back on. Um, I hear her book is really good. Um Allison mentions that her Wikipedia page oh. has been deleted and she didn't actually create it or she doesn't know how it got created. Just one day it was there, one day it was gone. Um, do you think she merits a Wikipedia page? Because I'm kind of surprised what is on Wikipedia. It just You just take it for granted that everything is there. And then when they come around asking for donations, you're like, skip, skip. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know uh, on the My Favorite Murder podcast, they're always saying like, please give money to Wikipedia because they deserve it and you know you've used it. And I don't think I've ever, I should really give them like five bananas, but I've I've not done it yet. But um, yeah, I think Allison deserves a Wikipedia. Whenever I forget uh, what day in May her birthday is, I go on Wikipedia and I think I did that this past year. So I think she had it then. Because I definitely look at her Wikipedia once in a while, but um, I hope it comes back. However, I don't know. Did you put it up? God, no. <laughs> um, I think I tried to add something to somebody's Wikipedia once, and I was like, I don't even know. I don't understand how this fucking website works. And then I just like stopped, whatever. And I was like, I, I don't need to be doing this. Very quickly, they talked about the pronunciation of mauve again, uh, just for the record, how do you say it? Mauve. The only time I've heard, someone said like, I've never even heard anyone talk about that. Um, I think it might've been Tony. The only time I've heard of it is Jay-Z wore a mauve suit. And there's like a video of him in like a noisy club or something. And he's saying to the person, it's mauve. (laughs) And, If I'm not imagining this, I will try to add that clip here. I like that pink, man. Mom, bro. <laughs> Mom. Mom. Okay. Mom. Okay, Mom. Also, it was mentioned that Daniel's birthday passed. Happy belated birthday to him. Uh, I can't believe I missed that. I think Allison should have done a better job of uh, posting about it because uh, I don't recall seeing that at all. Uh, Tony mentions... Did he think, did, did Allison think that when she hired him, that it would somehow lead to her becoming like obsessed with wrestling and this becoming a wrestling podcast? I think Allison is unfortunately trying to cling to these wrestlers to get like new listeners, but her, she, she doesn't really have an admiration of the wrestling itself. So this to me, I don't like it. The fact that she has all these wrestlers on, she's never seen it, you know? So is it just me or, or is this uh, it's kind of disingenuous of her to have all these people on? Yeah, that part of it is is kind of weird. I guess the way that the thing that makes it better is that Tony is a fan. And so like he's there too. Uh, but it's, it's Allison's show. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's strange. And I guess it's. I mean, they don't have a problem with it, I guess, or maybe they don't. Do they not know that she doesn't watch wrestling at all? Yeah, I guess maybe they don't care. Like, but. I guess they don't care if she watches it as long as the listeners then seek it out. I mean, I guess it is a way for them to spread wrestling to, to her listeners, but I don't know. Something about it just rubs me the wrong way. Like, like she's kind of using them, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. Does anyone here actually, watch wrestling or are they becoming interested in it now because of the guests she's having who knows um 
This, of course, led to more blading talk and talk of Abdullah the Butcher, um, which Allison was warned not to look up. And so far, she has not looked up. Uh, But RJ City, I believe, was talking about how, you know, promoters will come to him and say, you know, how much do you want to, uh, to bleed? And he was like saying, yeah, there's a number, but you don't have enough. So... He was saying that everyone should have a price to bleed. And my question to you is, what's your price? Oh, boy. Just for like a little superficial nick on the forehead? Sure. Does it, wait, does it need stitches? Yeah. Oh. They said it's just a couple. You'll be fine. Thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Is, are you saying that's high or low? Plus the cost of the stitches. That's too low. $20,000. <laughs> I have bangs, so I can cover up. <laughs> I can cover the scar. It's not about the scar. It's about the, the fact that you're self-mutilating for a paycheck. A million dollars. <laughs> What's your price? I don't know. But, well, for, for cutting my face, I think I would just, like, kind of like RJ City said, like, yeah, there's a number, but no one would offer me that. Like, come to me with cash money and we'll talk. But otherwise, it's like a fruitless uh, discussion. But I think, like, the common... Uh, equivalent of this kind of argument with guys it's like how much money for you to suck a dick (laughs) uh so if you're out there uh fellas in the facebook group how much money would it take for you to suck a dick that's what we really should be talking about i want to know how much people would want to do the forehead cut just a little superficial forehead cut uh i'd probably do it a few times a year for (laughs) to pay my, my taxes or something. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, like, well, here's the thing. At work, like they asked me on Friday if I wanted to work this weekend. I don't even have to think about it. The answer is no. So if someone was like, hey, I'll give you a thousand bucks to cut your forehead, I might think about it. But in reality, what am I going to do with that thousand dollars? Nothing. It's It's worthless to me. So... I could cut my forehead, which I don't care about, and have $1,000 that I also don't care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's meaningless is what I'm saying. Money has no value to me. But if you need the money. Which I don't. If you needed the money. (laughs) Like if somebody was like, hey, I've got this fucking, your dream car, carve a Z into your forehead, I'd say... Give me that Ikea knife. Uh, give me that Ikea spoon. <laughs> no, was it a knife? Oh, my God. She has to throw that away. If it is not meant to be able to cut things and it, she cut herself on it, that would go right in the garbage. i will be like, you fucking piece of shit spoon. Right in the garbage. Come on. And I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, was it like a grapefruit spoon? <laughs> That's crazy. That's a problematic term. Anyway. Oh. Sorry, that's a uh, ableist slur. How dare you? I'm going to bleep it out. JK. 
Um, one thing that uh, Dalton Castle mentioned that I very much agreed with is he said, like, he's bled in wrestling matches. And he said, you know, like, if he's wrestling with someone and their blood gets on him, not gross, but super gross yeah. when he has to wrestle in a in a ring that was already bled on. When I watch, like, if you watch MMA and there was, like, a super bloody fight and then, like, the next fight starts and there's just, like, old crusty blood... I used to think the same thing when I used to watch MMA. Like it wouldn't gross me out. Well, it w- I didn't. I didn't like to see blood, but it was like one thing. It was like okay, this match is bloody. Next match, if there was still blood on the on the on the floor on the ring, it would just be like, Ugh, like that's all ew. Yeah, like like uh, I think Dalton said, like that's third party blood. That's nasty. Yeah, clean that up. Yeah, but he said, like, yeah, change the canvas. I feel like that's, like, a hours-long process that, like, Teamsters have to do. And then, you know, they got to take their mandatory one-hour union break after, like, five minutes of work. So, yeah, that's not the kind of thing they can just do on the fly. But, uh, yeah, that was funny. And they also mentioned, like, oh, what's the protocol? He's like, wrestling, there's never been a protocol. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, the COVID protocol. Yeah, I forget. Oh, no, I think it was for, like, diseases and stuff. Because they were like, what about monkeypox? I think Daniel was asking. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny because you... I mean, not funny, like, haha, but you would think that it would be... There would be, like, a a lot of rules and regulations regarding illnesses or anything contagious just because there's such... So much skin-on-skin freaking physical contact. Yeah. and surprisingly, there's not. So that was very interesting to learn. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of talk about how monkeypox is kind of uh, people are trying to shame people that have it. And like kind of like with AIDS, say like it's a gay disease. Uh, I think if you're out there and you have monkeypox and you're kind of uh, being shunned for for having it, you should tell people it's not because you're gay. <laughs> You happen to be gay, but that's not why you have it. You got it from professional wrestling. Um, And no one's going to know because it's not... How would they know? Um, Speaking of uh, things I didn't know about, Olivia Newton-John died. um, And this led to Allison talking about how she signed up for Koala Blue's newsletter or something. And she signed it, Allie Michelle with a heart over the eye. But not over the eye in Michelle, just in Allie. Yeah, obviously. Um, if you could change your name to something to like a like would like Sasha Fierce for Beyonce or Allie Michelle for Allison, would do you have like a personality, a different personality with a different name? There was a short time where I told a few friends, I was like, let's get get me a nickname going and it's dice and <laughs> and why because you don't know <laughs> fucking roll the dice oh boy <laughs> okay no, nobody ever called nobody ever called me that i'm about to start though a <laughs> <laughs> hey, dice uh bring me that coffee oh my little my little brother used to call me nance light <laughs> oh yeah uh, Nance being your mother, of course. Yeah. Uh, yes, I recall hearing this. Speaking of coffee, uh, which I just mentioned, Allison's coffee, uh, Daniel said, you know when coffee tastes like cardboard? And Allison's like, yeah, I do know. And he's like, yeah, that's what your coffee tastes like. 
do you know what he means? Because I was trying to think about it and I have no clue what the fuck he's talking about. Hmm. Sometimes coffee tastes like cardboard, kind of. I feel like that is when maybe when you make it from a Keurig or when you get it from a, a machine at some place like a hospital or something and it's served in a cardboard cup. Um, when you're, if your home coffee tastes like cardboard, like maybe decaf tastes like cardboard. I don't know exactly what they mean. Um, okay. I, I do and I don't. I kind of like, I almost can taste what he's talking about, but, but not quite. Well, First of all, I, I, when I lived in California, I had a Keurig. It did not taste like cardboard. How dare you? First of all. Second of all, when you were talking, I was like, oh, I think I know. So uh, I, I have this uh, guy on YouTube that makes coffee videos that I watch every now and then. And he's mentioned, and I feel like I know exactly what he means, is when you're making coffee with a paper filter, people normally wet the coffee filter first with the water uh-huh. and that like helps keep that paper flavor out of it. Wow. So maybe that's what's going on. I would actually love, you know, I feel like Allison does not use her Patreon as well as she could. I mean, I think we all can agree on that. Jenna Kim Jones, I feel she'll be like, I just cleaned up, like, yeah, she's like, I, I cleaned up the party closet. I'm going to give you a tour of it. And it's like, is that worth $5? No, but it's fun. And it's something. It's content. So I think I'm going to suggest that Allison take us through, like, have Daniel film her as she makes a cup of coffee. So we can be like, oh, my God, she puts that much sucralose in there? Or, dear God, she drinks Folgers or something. I don't know. Yeah. This this reminded me, though. Okay, so he was like, you know when coffee tastes like cardboard? And she's like, ew, yeah. And he's like, that's gross. And that's what yours tastes like. Um, when I... Okay, two jobs ago, <laughs> when I worked in an office, we had we were given a coffee machine and like, cause we used to have just like a small coffee pot and like we had a coffee fund and one lady would buy the coffee and someone would make it every morning. Then there was just a coffee machine. Somebody could make the coffee. It would make like enough for, you know, like a lot and, and we'd all get coffee and it was free cause the office, you know, they paid for it. And so I would drink that coffee every day. And then, (laughs) and so like, I remember not just once, but several times saying to someone like, as I'm, you know, getting my coffee, oh, the coffee's ready. And, and they'd see me standing there with my mug of coffee and they go like, I don't drink that swill. (laughs) Like, because it was a free, like certain people just thought it was, not good enough for them. And I would just be like standing there with my cup of swill. (laughs) Like, Oh, like, yeah, you're better than me. I don't know. (laughs) I get my coffee at McDonald's like a civilized person. You peasant. Anyway, (laughs) um, briefly, they mentioned, uh, some wrestling monster movie that, 
RJ and Dalton, I believe, were both in. And uh, something that uh, RJ City said that kind of uh, stuck out to me was he said, uh, he said that they were like on some car ride and... <laughs> And some guy was like, oh, my God, that movie's terrible. And that they were like, yeah, I, I was in that. <laughs> and he said that it was just like, yeah, my work is out there and I have no control over who sees it. And that made me think of uh, BFF because um, I think Lisa has mentioned before that someone like oh you know what there was a another podcast that reviewed podcasts and they talked shit about us do you remember this i didn't hear that but i remember hearing about it did you listen to it yeah it was pretty funny <laughs> just <laughs> let's listen to it after <laughs> just because they were talking shit about us it was funny but it's like that's the thing about like art or expressing yourself in any way. It's like you have no control over how people are going to react to, to you or whatever you put out. And you kind of have to get over that to like live the life that you want to live. True. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, and then this led into uh, a little convo about how Allison was saying, like, it's kind of like the mean girls talking in the bathroom and like they're talking about you. Would you come out of the stall or would you, you know, hide in the stall? Hide in the stall for sure. <laughs> how about you? Well, I think it would, dep <laughs> it would <laughs> depend on what I was doing in that stall. Because for the, I mean, if I'm in the <laughs> stall, it's probably because I don't want people to see me, don't want, don't want them to know that it's me in here. So I'm going to wait till they leave. But if it was just like, oh, I was just peeing and all the urinals were taken, I'm done peeing. Yeah, I'm walking out. And then it's going to be awkward and they're going to look at me. But if they were saying something that I'm like, oh, I can use this later, then for sure I'm staying in there so I can have some dirt. Um... But yeah, I don't think, uh, I, I just assume everyone hates me. So I'm not too worried about that kind of thing. Um, I don't think. But re regarding the, the movie story. So like the guy said like, ah, oh, this movie sucked. And then, and then RJ or Dalton, whichever one it was, was like, oh, I was in that. And then, like, okay, so I probably wouldn't have said that, but I wouldn't have told them that I was in it because then they were like, yeah, we had, like, six more hours of car ride together. But one time, uh, w when I worked at the office uh, two jobs ago, again, um, we did a, we did a um, bake sale. I was going to say potluck. We did a bake sale, and I baked my famous um, vegan chocolate cake. It's amazing. It's super good. But I brought it like still in the cake pan and then I brought like a plate to flip it onto and wait a minute. Sorry. Now I'm like confusing myself because I'm like, why wouldn't I? Have... Oh, you know what? No, because I already had it iced. So I wasn't flipping it out of the pan. That would be easier. I was actually taking like spatulas and trying to pull, to get under it and place it onto a plate from the pan. It broke. And then my friend Patty, who was in charge of the bake sale, like just kind of like smoothed the icing over and was like, it's fine. It didn't look fine, but it tasted fine. And it was 
clean, you know. Anyway, uh, then my the person who sat next to me was like, <laughs> she goes, she goes, Lauren, I just went into the kitchen to look at the bake sale. She's like, there is this cake. It's like all broken. It looks disgusting. She's like, Ugh, and she did like a fake like barf sound. <laughs> and that was my cake. <laughs> so I was like, and then I was thinking for a second, like my brain was like, well, don't tell her. Like she's gonna feel bad. And then but then I was like, she's gonna feel worse though if if she asks so, you know, if she asks Patty who made this piece of shit, and Patty says Lauren. So I said I, I was like, I gotta tell her. So I was like, Christina, I made that cake. <laughs> and she <laughs> and she felt so bad. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. I go, I told Patty to throw it out. It didn't come out of the out of the pan properly. And I wanted to because I did. I was like, we'll just throw it out. Who cares? And uh Patty was like, no, no. Like, but uh yeah, we we had a bit of a laugh. I think it still hurt her feelings. And uh yeah, and I felt bad. So uh hurt everyone's feelings. Better to just say nothing. <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh Dalton and his wife, uh now wife, were trying to get married and apparently some lady was uh making it real hard on them to get married. And they were kind of making fun of the lady and it turns out she was right behind them. And it led to the uh, retelling of the classic Bernays story. <laughs> uh, do you have a story where that has happened to you? I mean, it's happened to you with the vegan cake, but have you ever done that where you're like making fun of someone and oh shit, they're right behind you? I don't think so. No. Have you? Not that I can think of, but I always talk to myself, especially at work. So I feel like sometimes I'll I'll be like six feet from someone. I'm like, yo, look at this fucking idiot. Like, what is he doing? You fucking lazy cunt. And then I think no one can hear me. For all I know, they're just listening the whole time. Like, this fucking guy's a psycho. <laughs> He's talking shit about me when I'm standing six feet away. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Um, earlier, you mentioned uh, that you want to give Wikipedia some bananas. And speaking of psychos and bananas, Dalton oh. travels with bunches of bananas and apples. And he said sometimes he puts his apples in his old fucking dirty socks. Why the fuck would anyone... Tra I don't care. He said they were like in quarantine and they were stuck in this hotel and he wanted fresh fruit. Who fucking travels with bananas... And fucking puts apples in their greasy, dirty, stinky socks. I think even if they have to quarantine, I think that they at least have time to stop at a grocery store when they get there before they go into their hotel and just to grab some produce there. I really don't understand why people travel with things that they can get at the location. Exactly. Uh... <sighs> I mean, what a fucking creep. Um, but I do feel like I, I like Dalton more than I like RJ City. Like, RJ City was very argumentative with Allison. And it even when he was on the Monday show with just her, like, they were going at it, it seemed like, kind of. Um, 
I feel like we need to get rid of RJ City and bring back uh, Dalton instead. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, I remember listening to the one uh, episode with RJ City and feeling almost like he was talking down to Allison a little bit. And I didn't watch the video of that. Sometimes watching the video is helpful because, like, you can see that they're smiling or, like, that they're joking and having having fun about it. But the audio of it did make me feel a little bit like like she's taking it in good fun, but, like, he's being a little mean and it's her show and, you know... So I didn't love it uh, when I felt like I can't remember the the exact um, like the conversation where I felt like he was talking down to her. But watching the video on this one, he did roll his eyes when Tony played the drops and like Allison joked about it. But I was like, but geez, dude, like, yeah, okay, she's saying like you're kind of a regular now. But at the same time, don't roll your eyes about the sound effects like that's Allison's jam. She loves that. Yeah, I was about to get to that. They did a doll or sorry, they did the RJ City quiz and <laughs> like it, too. it it always happens where the person doesn't know that there's going to be music and sound effects and stuff, so they're like, uh, "What town?" and then it's like do, 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 do. <laughs> the who wants to be a millionaire music starts, but RJ City rolls his fucking eyes and then Tony's like, "Hey, she makes me do this." <laughs> which it's like, "Okay, way to kiss ass there." Yeah. But um, RJ City with Allison reminds me of like how it is with Megan sometimes where I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice and get along. And she's over there jabbing me, jabbing me, jab, jab, jab. And I'm like, what did I do? I'm just, I'm just a baby. (laughs) Jab, jab. She's like, fuck you, baby. Jab, jab. And I'm, you know, she's a villain. That's what I'm saying. Just like RJ is a villain. Um, then I think one of the questions on the quiz was about David Arquette sending, uh, RJ some kind of jacket, but Dalton Castle, he's like, you want to see the, the jacket he sent me? And it was a fucking nudie suit. Are you familiar with a nudie suit? No, not at all. So country musicians, uh, often get these, uh, nudie suits made. It's, it's, it's a suit made by someone named Nudie. <laughs> oh. And they have like this intricate beadwork and stuff. And the one he showed on the YouTube video was, uh, had like a peacock or something. But you'll know Nudie suits if you know uh, country music. And even the White Stripes on their cover uh, had Nudie suits. Does Taylor have one? <laughs> oh my God. If Taylor Swift had a Nudie suit, that'd be amazing. But... You know who's uh, creaming themselves over these nudie suits? Lisa Lowry. Really? Hey, Siri, text the dream team. What do you want to say? Hey, Lisa, how do you feel about nudie suits? Question mark. Your message to Sparkles, the dream team Sparkles, says, Hey, Lisa, how do you feel about nudie suits? Send it? Yes. Dumb bitch. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Lauren, do you have anything you would like to say? Megan is nothing but a wonderful sweetheart. (laughs) Goodbye. I disagree.
I was hoping that Lisa would text back right away, but she's probably... You just sent it. Yeah, what is she doing? She's probably fucking hammered under... She's probably fell asleep under a bench in a park or something. Let, let's keep talking until she texts back. All right, guys, we we're going on a marathon run here. Uh, what should we what should we talk about? <laughs> Is it spelled N U D I E? I think it's N U D Y. Because when you said nudie suit, I thought you meant like a flesh colored suit. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> um. While we wait for Lisa to text, this kind of reminds me, uh, not the nudie suit exactly, but there's a company in Colorado that claims to have invented the cowboy shirt. So the pockets on the chest have like uh, embroidery around them to look like little arrows, you know? And they have buttons that are a certain way, if I remember correctly, and they have, like, very beautiful embroidery on the back. And when I was downtown one day, I went in there, and I was like, I'm going to get me a fucking cowboy shirt because I'm going to a party later, a Mexican party. So, you know, they're going to dig this shit. The fit of this shirt was horrendous, first of all. I'm, like, between a medium and a large, and so neither of them looked good. The embroidery is so heavy that it's like the shirt feels like you're wearing a cardboard, (laughs) like a a stiff, stiff shirt. Uh, So that was bad. But then also, I look, first of all, the shirts are not cheap. It was like 160 bucks or something. I look at the fucking tag. It's like made in Vietnam or something. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm not paying these premium prices for this goddamn bullshit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so it turns out when, uh, this is what I was afraid of, when I texted (laughs) uh, the Dream Team, it texted an old thread. So this might be Lisa's old number. Oh, shit. On my phone, it's on the old thread. Anyway, that's enough of this bullshit. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, We will be back next week. Oh, I forgot. Next week, we're having another uh, special episode because me and Lisa are taking the week off. We're going to be drunk. Spoiler alert. We're going to be drunk. And probably hungover. Why? So tune in next week to see who is hosting. Bye. Bye.
You're such a dick. 